so welcome everybody happy new year to you all it's lovely to see you um i, I woke up and uh last night there was all this snow and then i woke up this morning it all gone it was very sad i was looking forward to a nice snowy walk but um there's a little bit but not as much as there was last night but um we're starting a new series this morning um called the power of influence um and um I just want to introduce kind of some of the sort of concepts, some of the themes that we're going to talk through, and then I'm going to share with you kind of the series that we're looking at going forward over the next sort of nine or so weeks. Um, so hopefully you'll you'll get really uh, excited about it. And what we want this series to do is very much be something that's very practical um, and have a real impact on our kind of day-to-day life. And so each week there'll be some practical things um, that we can do as a result of hopefully what you've heard on the Sunday. So I've just got three, four images to show you um, that, um, you know, and I'm going to ask you to guess the word that connects them all. And the the clue has been in the title of the series. So it's it's not too difficult to try and work it out. Uh, But we've got Greta Thunberg there. We've got Cambridge Analytica. We've got um, Tom Hanks. I think it's in the movie Castaway uh, with a FedEx uh, brand name, very uh, positioned, very sort of front and centre. And we've got an Instagram page. So what do those four things have in common? Well, I'm sure you'll have guessed, but the word influence. So Cambridge Analytica um, um, was a British political consulting firm that was involved in influencing hundreds of elections globally and came to prominence through the Facebook um, data scandal in 2018. Um, People uh, who become famous on Instagram uh, and social media platforms, you know, one person in their house with a webcam uh, can become a millionaire um, and and become what they actually term an influencer, a social media influencer. Product placements in films. um, So, you know, sometimes they're very obvious, sometimes not so much. But um, a a way of um, firms organising and advertising their products is to put them in a film and put them in a very prominent place. And, you know, before you even realise that you've been influenced to think about that product. And then the final one, Greta Thunberg, um, you know, how was, how did one young girl from Sweden um, be able to talk to people all over the world, meet world leaders, be on the world stage and talk about climate change, you know, from somebody who had very little power and yet, you know, was able to influence a whole world around the, the topic of climate change. So influence um, is that uh, kind of, Definition around it is the capacity to have. Um, I'm just trying to move my slide on. Oh, there you go. Influence the de- de- Sorry, the de- definition is to have the capacity to have an effect on the character, development, or behaviour of someone or something, or the effect itself. And I guess these examples that I've talked about bring up the fact that sometimes we may not realise we are being influenced and that this may happen covertly um, uh, rather than overtly. Well, I'm here today overtly saying to you, as someone who has the privilege to um, be in this sort of position and speak to you today, I'm hoping my words have some influence on you today. In fact, I think all ministers and speakers, when speaking with with integrity, would, would agree with that. James, uh, in one of the the books in the New Testament, James chapter one, verse 22 says, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. 
Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in the mirror and after looking at, at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. And also in the Old Testament, in Isaiah chapter 64, 8, it says, you, Yet you, Lord, are our father. We are the clay. You are the potter. We are all the work of your hand. Isaiah, as I said, Isaiah 64, 8. He is the potter and we are the clay. And we should be open to being molded and shaped. Um, just as I'm sure the parents here would say that they parent their children to grow and develop and take shape, being changed all the time as they grow towards adulthood. Sociologists tell us that even the most introverted individual will influence 10,000 other people during his or her lifetime. So whether we like it or not, we are constantly being influenced by people and we are influencing them, whether wisely or foolishly. A friend recommends a TV programme or a song to me. I recommend a walking regime or a diet change to them. How do we sift through all those influences to make good and wise choices for ourselves? With the growing amount of information we are surrounded by and the difficulty, I think, these days, particularly of weeding out fake news, how do we grow in wisdom discerning these things or people that are good influences so, you know, today there's the sort of overall arching sort of theme of God's influence on the world and in response, our influence on others and the world. And I think, you know, it, for me, it's important to read the Bible as a story of the mission of God from creation to new creation and to see that we exist as people within God's story to serve God's purposes. It is not so much that God has a mission for his church so much that God has a church for his mission. So it's not so much that God has a mission for his church, so much that God has a church for his mission. And living in ways that reflect God's character should make us as attractive as God is. It should, you know, hopefully make the, uh, you know, be a picture that comes to people that is a picture of light and that God brings and reflects and transforms the lives of those he comes into contact with. And that as we come to the light, we live by it and are transformed by it. Our mission to be the people of God and do the things that God calls us to do. There is a truth to be known and to be shared and to be passed on. And we are called in the midst of this to bring glory to all the areas of our life. I think fundamental to all of this is that we must truly know God and know his transformation and redemption in our lives to be able to share this with confidence. In 2 Corinthians, in the New Testament, chapter 5, 17, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. God takes the initiative in redemption, but we are the instruments in God's hands to bring that message of reconciliation to others. And also as part of this series, we'll probably be looking at some of the people in the Bible who had a great influence on their situation. Think of people like Joseph, who became part of the court of Pharaoh from being beaten up and left for dead by his brothers and yet was instrumental in securing food for his nation in the time of famine. 
or Esther, the beautiful Jewish wife of the Persian king. And her cousin Mordecai persuaded the king to retract an order for the killing of the Jews throughout the empire. The massacre had been plotted by the Keith's, sorry, king's chief minister, um, uh, uh, and, and Esther managed to thwart that. Or Daniel, who was exiled from Jerusalem when God's people were conquered by the Babylonian Empire. He must live out his life in an environment that was very hostile to the Most High God. Yet circumstances put him in a position of high authority in the service of the king. And he has this choice to make. Should he um, put his faith uh, to the back, you know, perhaps praying to God in his closet, or should he live the life of Babylonian power and influence? And Daniel chooses neither. Instead, he embarks on a promising career while remaining publicly devoted to God. And of course, Jesus is a person of huge impact um, and yet influenced this 2000 year old faith that we are. Um, it has resulted in us meeting here today. Um, and Jesus in his Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5 in the New Testament talks about people being salt and light in their context and being the light of the world. As salt, we season the world with our wise influence. As light, we light up the good things in the midst of the darkness. If we truly want to influence some for, someone for God, um, then looking at Jesus is a good example for us. He had 12 disciples who he deliberately chose, and Jesus taught them. He was intentional with his words, often using pictures to show them truths and make them think. And he showed them, he modelled to them what was important, spending time with people, healing them, bringing freedom to them. Again, Isaiah chapter 43 in the Old Testament says, You are my witnesses, declares the Lord, and my servant who I have chosen so that you may know me and believe me and understand that I am he. Ultimately, we were asked to influence those around him, uh, sorry, those around us, to bring glory to God so that more may come to know him. So probably the biggest influence someone had on me in my life was to tell me about the relationship that they had with God. And they shared this with me, my mum and dad, my teacher at school, my youth leaders, and as a teenager, I particularly needed to test this, you know, to look out for, to think about it for myself and decide what I believed. But the integrity of the people telling me, their love for those that they loved, taught and looked out for, also spoke of what they were saying, as well as the words they shared. I was influenced by them, but I had to come to a decision myself as to what I believed. But ultimately, the decision to follow God when I was 17 influenced the rest of my life and continues to do so. I did a year in Belfast with a church there when I was 21, working with um, children, young people and being involved in church work. I've led scripture union camps. I've volunteered in prisons. I've been part of church leadership teams and ultimately started working with the church about three years ago. And I'm now contemplating next steps in church ministry. And in terms of influencing others, I really hope that I've been a good influence in the places and contexts where I've lived, worked and played. I'm sure I've come up short in many situations, but I hope I've been a, pe a person of calm, peace, hope and joy. I believe God asked me to be his ambassador in many situations, whether to bring a moment of love or motivation or prayer for someone. 
I remember a friend years ago, probably 20 odd years ago, where I suggested that they apply for a job for Youth for Christ, working as an evangelist, working um, with basketball teams, with young people. From that, he met his wife, and now they have fostered many, many children over the last few years. Um, and, you know, just as such a joy, really, to be part of his journey, um, to be somebody who kind of um, kind of maybe, to, you know, helped him to take those first steps. And I have the privilege and honour of being on this leadership team and being able to influence people through this role. And I definitely feel that God nudges me and puts names in my thoughts to pray or contact or do something for a particular person that I come into contact with. So as we start this sort of series, what I wanted to start, where I wanted to start really was have a think about who influences you. So some practical questions. Who's influenced you today? Has this been helpful to you or a hindrance? How can you wisely sift out what's helpful and what's a hindrance? How can you build on positive influences? And how can you minimise negative influences? So I've got a little exercise that I'll send out tomorrow with the weekly email. Um, and just a real ref- a sort of little reflection that you can do of a day in sometime in January this, this month. Um, it's probably a good sort of New Year's exercise as well. Um, so just perhaps take time to sit down with these questions, uh, pray, ask God to speak to you. Um, and just take that chance to think through and f- reflect on these questions for a, for a few minutes. So these are some of the questions that I've put down. So, yes, think about the, doing this at the end of the day. So who did you talk to today? Physically, over the phone, by text, WhatsApp or other social media? What social media platforms did you access, which you generally access every day? What have you read or accessed through television or other streaming services? What have you listened today to on the radio or music or podcasts? What did you do with your time today, apart from eating and household chores? Did you have to work today? Did you take some time to be outdoors? Did you meet anyone for a walk? Where has God spoken to you today? And have you seen some glimpses of God in your day? What has made you smile? What has made you frustrated or angry? What has made you sad? Who or what has influenced you in a positive way? Who or what has influenced you in a negative way? Who have you influenced in a positive way? Who have you influenced in a negative way? It'd be lovely to hear how people sort of have, you know, when when you do that exercise, be lovely to hear how people have found that, you know, what's been helpful about it or not. Um, So feel free to sort of um, uh, come back to myself with any thoughts or comments. And also perhaps take the chance to, if you pray regularly with somebody, take the chance to perhaps share some of what you've kind of learned or what God's been saying to you with the person you pray with and pray about those things. So that's kind of the first practical task um, of this series um, for you to think about over the next week. And I just want to um, reassure you that kind of whatever you unearth or discover about yourself, God already knows. So Psalm 139, 1 to 6. O Lord, you have examined my heart and know everything about me. You know when I sit down or stand up. You know my thoughts even when I'm far away. You see me when I travel and when I rest at home. 
You know everything I do. You know what I'm going to say, even before I say it, Lord. You go before me and follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. So some closing thoughts then. For some of you out there who might be thinking, I am powerless and worthless. I can't influence anybody. Can I remind you of the power of the mosquito and the saying, if you think you are too small to make a difference, you haven't spent the night with a mosquito. I never have, but I don't want to find out. I don't think any of us are hermits. I think we all have people in our networks that we can interact with. And God might be asking you to talk or listen or share or pray for just one person. So let's be obedient to that. Secondly, for those in positions of power and influence, particularly those in leadership positions where you have a great impact on those around you, never take that for granted. And I would recommend praying for wisdom for the decisions that you probably have to make daily and getting people to pray for you in those situations. I was thinking particularly of Dom, Dom King, who was sharing with us over Christmas about the decisions that he sometimes has to take around life and death in hospitals at the moment. So if you're in positions of great power and great responsibility, do take the opportunity to make sure you've got somebody who prays with you around those things. And for all of us, I would like us to pray about the influence we have as a church on our community and neighbourhood. I really hope and pray that we brought a sense of hope and light to our networks through the Carols by Headlights, the Nativity Trail and Christmas services. I think God has given churches new ways to um, share good news in this period of time. And I pray for all of us that um, God would give us those opportunities and that we would be brave to take up those opportunities. And lastly, if you feel that you're not sure what you have to offer in all of this, I pray that God will show your sorry, I pray that God will show himself to you in a very visible way. And I pray that he would show you through his Holy Spirit and that you would be open to that. So I'm just going to talk to you about the rest of the series um, and what's coming up over the next few weeks. Um, and I think, you know, we particularly thought about um, having some, as I say, some practical uh, examples of how we can be an influence in different situations. And also we wanted something that if we had visitors coming along to the church, they could easily engage with this topic and understand kind of, you know, where we were going with it. Um, so this is um, just the sort of the run up, the, the line up for the next few weeks. There's just one se- um, uh, sort of Sunday that I need to confirm in terms of speakers, but the rest are all confirmed. So next week, we've got a guy called Owen Green, um, who is a pioneer minister for the Stowe in Swindon. Uh, which is a community where um, sort of himself and Ali Bolton, who are sort of pioneer ministers, are uh, sort of living and working within a community and growing church within a community from sort of roots up. Um, And so they're actually going to bring their community on tour to us. They're going to join us, about 12 households. And um, because what I want to talk talk about is the power of influence in a community. And so, you know, Owen very rightly said, well, let me bring them with me and they can tell you themselves kind of what, what, you know, this is meant to them. So I think it'd be really exciting to have them join us next week. Uh, and be part of our church gathering, our church uh, gathering next week. So um, that's the Stowe in Swindon. 
Then Neil Attiwell, who's also a pioneer minister that we know and love, <laughs> uh, is going to talk about the power of influence of the world, um, particularly around sort of creation and the responsibilities we have. And then we've, I'm really pleased to say we've got Andy Flanagan, um, who is the executive director of Christians in Politics, and he's going to talk about the power of influence in politics. Um, Leslie Cheeseman, uh, again, somebody we know and love very well, is going to talk about um, who has influenced us and perhaps then that thought about how we influence others. Matt Wilson, who is a Baptist minister at Roheath Pavilion Church, which is in Bourneville. Um, again, is going to think about the influence of church in a community. Um, so he's particularly involved with um, uh, kind of over the last I think, seven or eight years, uh, particularly involved with, um, you know, being that kind of church in the community and reaching out to the community. So we're going to hear from him. And then we'd love then to have an all share um, sort of series, uh, sort of Sunday, a bit like we did for the guidance series. And hopefully by that point, there might be two or three people where God has been speaking to them um, and they can share their story. So um, be be prepared, you know, as we go through, think through, you know, can I kind of be somebody that God wants me to share? We've got the power of influence on a movement. And so, as I say, that that will be coming, uh, hopefully confirming this week. And then Becky Ford and Steve Aylin, who are both teachers at Alderbrook School, um, are going to talk about the power of influence of youth, particularly thinking about Greta Thunberg and, you know, how young people can actually influence the world for change. Tim Ferguson is going to be thinking about our legacy. You know, what is our legacy when we die? And, and perhaps sort of, you know, what, what does that then speak to us about what God might want us to do whilst we're, we're, we're living? John Velicott um, is going to be speaking about the power of influence online, particularly social media and how we um, influence people uh, through various social media platforms. And then we're going to have another All Share um, Sunday series. Um, and then the last uh, sort of Palm Sunday, just before Easter Sunday, will be an all age service. So I really, really hope you're excited about the next few weeks coming up. I think, you know, it's going to be really exciting. Some really good speakers um, who are coming up. We're really looking forward to it. And I pray that there will be a way for us to share some of those stories about perhaps how God is influencing us through this series, but also how we're influencing others um, through his Holy Spirit. So that's our kind of where we're going. Oh, just one other thing to mention, sorry, is with an introductory sort of um, kind of session. Sorry, there's a few things we're throwing at you today. But um, Paul, uh, happened to notice on the Version app, which is a Bible reading app, um, there is a reading plan for a week um, on influence. So if you go into the app, Version uh, Bible reading app, um, click on uh, Bible reading plans um, and then look for influence but in the search box influence. There's a few there, but there was particularly one at the top, which is a, a six or seven day uh, plan. You know, so if you want to, to do that at any point over the series, um, then feel free to. And we'll hopefully feed in some other resources that you can use over the next few weeks.